0: You did it! You've officially gotten to part four of this interview series. Thank you so much for joining me for this. I am so excited that you are here. Before we get started, I wanted to share with you an opportunity that's happening this weekend that I definitely don't want you to miss. This weekend on April 29th, I will be going live during a live workshop, the teacher interview workshop, where I will be showing you step-by-step everything you need to get prepared for your upcoming interview in a single weekend. I'm not kidding, one single weekend, and I am so excited and I would love to see you there. So. If you are still staying up at night wondering, how am I going to get prepared for my upcoming interviews when I'm trying to balance everything? You know, I secretly don't like talking about myself, but I want to show up confidently and stand out from the other teachers. Maybe you're really passionate about this district and you really want to do well, but you just want some assistance and some guidance and some help and a coach to walk you through this process. I am here for you. So, if you are still in the interview search area and you want help for your upcoming interview, I would love for you to join me, like I said, April 29th at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. And if you can't join this workshop live, do not worry. You ha- will have lifetime access to the replay and any future updates I do. So. In other words, instead of just buying this once and then never using it again, if you join me for this workshop now, you can use this next year or even five, 10 years later when you are going through this process again. And I forgot to mention one of the reasons I'm so excited about this talking to you about this interview workshop now is that if you buy it for this week and this week only, if you join us, it is $10 off. That's right, $10 off. So definitely click the link in the show notes below to come join me this weekend and I will talk to you soon all right on with the show hey teacher bestie my name is Helena and I'm the creator of the present teacher podcast I'm a first year teacher coach and in this podcast you are going to learn everything from simple actual classroom management social emotional learning and teacher wellness strategies you know that impact you want to make in the classroom well, we're going to make it happen here podcast series i talked about a time where i had an interview that was 30 questions in 20 minutes here's the story so this district is actually the one i'm working for now i'm still in new mexico and what happened was i got an email the day before this interview And I got told that I already knew how many people were going to be on the, you know, committee. I had my missions and values on my cover letters. I had, you know, plus two printed out just in case. And then I got an email saying that the format of this interview will be round robin with so many people. But I also wanted to give you the questions ahead of time because it's 30 questions in 20 minutes. And let me just tell you, it was terrifying. I sat in front of the mirror and practiced over and over and over and over these top questions until I just had them figured out. And even when my interview came, I was still not able to answer 30 questions in 20 minutes. But good news, once again, I got the job. This is the second district I've worked for. But it's good to, one, take those prep work that we talked about in er, part two of the series. Again, this is a four-part series, so definitely go check out the first one, two, and three episodes if you haven't. But it's good to prepare ahead of time because by the only reason Or, one of the main reasons I believe I got this position now was because I made sure to incorporate the mission and values, what made me stand out, as well as stories in particular, um, inside these interview questions. So, here are the top 10 questions and teacher interview questions and answers you might want to prepare for because I bet one of them is going to be asked in your interview. All right, you're Big day is coming up in the next couple days and you are so excited. It's nerve wracking and you really want to get it right. But right now you're in the preparation zone. You are preparing those interview questions and you are drilling them and practicing them. And with the right preparation, you can definitely ace it. To help you get ahead of the competition, we've compiled or I've compiled a list of the top 10 teacher interview questions and expert answers to help you feel confident and prepared inside your workbook if you haven't downloaded that yet definitely download it now but i gave you a spot to kind of brainstorm some ideas and some different aspects you might want to incorporate into your answers so definitely take some time pause this episode if you're listening and fill that out first i also included some other questions inside that guide that you might want to practice as well that were common either in the committees i was a part of in the hiring committees or in my experience of being interviewed, or just my general research, I asked a round of the top questions on teachers were asked, and these are the most popular ones. So with that being said, let's get started. The first question that I hear a lot, or a lot of experience with, and a lot of teachers I've heard too, is what inspired you to become a teacher? This is a common question in teacher interviews, and it's important to have a thoughtful and genuine answer prepared. So you might talk about what inspired you when you were younger or when you were older, a personal experience that sparked your interest in education or desire to make a positive impact on young people's lives. Whatever your answer, be sure to convey your passion for teaching and your commitment to helping students succeed. This is a great opportunity to incorporate those values. So, for example, if I were to get this question or if I were to go back to this school and when I answered this question, what inspired me to become a teacher? I talked about a specific story of my little brother, And I still remember he was sitting on the couch and I, he bent over and I had been practicing helping him tie his shoes. He was two years younger than me and I had helped him practice tying his shoes. And finally one day he got it. He tied his shoes and he looked up at me with the biggest eyes and the proudest look on his face. Like, and he said, I did it. And I did it. And that's when I knew I wanted to be a teacher because that light, that passion, that, that pride, that excitement of learning something new was addicting. So from that point on, I had my little brother play dress up and I would have him play school with me. I'd sit him down and I'd be the teacher and he was a student. So I use a story like this, but I also talked about because my current district's mission statement includes lifelong learners. So I talked about how it's important for not only me to um, promote lifelong learners in my students and my peers, but also in myself and how I'm driven to be the best teacher I can be. So definitely leaning on a story, the mission and values, and also what makes you stand out. Mine was that I was passionate about teaching from a young age. Maybe there was a specific story you can talk about, but definitely take some time to jot down or think about what your question might be to this interview question. Another common question you might get in your teacher interview is, how do you differentiate instruction to meet the needs of all your students? Differentiating instruction is a crucial aspect of being an effective teacher. In order to meet the needs of all students, it's important to understand that they have their own strengths, their own weaknesses, and their own ways of learning. One way to differentiate instruction is to use a variety of teaching strategies and materials, such as visual aids, hand-on activities, and technology. It's also important to opportunities for students to work in small groups one-to-one by tailoring instruction to meet the needs of each student. You can help them reach their full potential to achieve academic success. So if you were, if I were to get this question, this is what I would do. I would say, so pretending, how how do I differentiate instruction to meet the needs of all students? And I could talk about, well, growing up, my little brother was a visual learner, where I was a literary learner, and so I learned very quickly the importance of different teaching styles and different teaching modes. I also do the teach to release model where I do, we, or we do, you do. And I believe that's very important to differentiate instruction. That way all students are successful. I might dive into how I would throw in my credential about being ESL certified and how I can you know, modify the lesson to tailor to that, but lean into that. And specifically my school, their mission that I'm currently at was to, um, incorporate technology. So I would make sure that my answer includes that for this upcoming interview, if I were to interview again. So again, I let off with a story. I did a, um, so like I let off with a story. I did, um, my answer, that made me unique. And then I also had my mission statement in there. So try to hit all three. You'll start to notice a pattern in these questions when you can. The next question, how do you handle classroom management and discipline? Discipline. Inside your guide, there's a spot for you to start writing down your classroom management plan. It's a good idea to think about this now. That way you have a very consistent answer across the board. And that way, if they try to throw any exceptions or one or two questions at you about classroom management, your answer is going to be similar and they're going to see that consistency for you. But it Classroom management and discipline is an important aspect of being a teacher. It's important to have a clear set of rules and expectations for behavior and to consistently enforce those rules. So when a student misbehaves, it's important to address the behavior calmly and respectfully and have your different steps. So, you know, again, this could be like one time in the classroom. If you were to answer this, I had a student who did blank And this is how I handled it. The classroom procedures are if first warning is this, second, third, fourth, fifth. So in this case, I would blink. And this is how we would solve it and make sure it doesn't happen next time. And so again, and making sure that you are hitting on, you know, your math classroom management plan, what makes you stand out for me, this would probably be about how I try really, I don't. Um, address behavior when both parties are not calm in a safe manner. So how we, I work on regulation first. So that would probably be something I would focus on to help me stand out. And then also the, what do we do next time to make sure it doesn't happen again? And then again, throw in that mission statement when you can. Another question you might get is how do you incorporate technology into your classroom? especially after COVID, this is especially common one. They want to make sure they're getting teachers in that are common with technology or, you know, familiar with technology and incorporating technology into lessons is becoming increasingly important. So as a teacher, it's important to stay up to date with the latest technology and find ways to integrate it into your classroom. So maybe on the side and whether it's in your guide, or somewhere else, jot down some of the technology or different resources you use. And then you can give an example in this question of a time you use technology and what outcome your kids got. My kids and I used quizzes. My kids and I used, you know, Gimkit, whatever. And this was the result. My kids loved it. They learned so much. They went from this to this. But definitely showing that you're familiar and it pushing in that that experience, or that specific story will help you be more credible. The next question is, how do you assess student learning and adjust instruction accordingly? As a teacher, it's important to regularly assess students' learning to ensure that they are understanding the material and making progress. So this can be done in several ways. At my particular school in teaching, I was taught that three formative and one formal. So throughout your lesson, and I would talk about this in my answer to this question, but talk about what makes you unique and your thought process on this. So how do you assess your students? I like to do three formative assessments in my lesson to drive instruction. If my kids didn't pass this formative assessment, if not most of them, if 80% or more didn't get it, then I'm going to go back and reteach before we go to the next step. And I'm going to do that three times before we get to that final um, objective or final you know, final formal assessment to make sure they got the lesson. So I would talk about that, but think about different ways that you like to assess. And then again, tie in that mission statement when you can. Next question that is commonly asked is, can you tell us about your teaching experience? This is a common question in teacher interviews and it's important to be prepared with a clear and concise answer. I would start by highlighting your relevant teaching experience including the grade levels and subjects you taught. Be sure to mention any special certificates or trainings you have received. I've seen this one typically in the beginning kind of like an icebreaker. Um, Make sure to note any notable achievements or successes in your teaching career and emphasize your passion for teaching and your commitment to helping students. So if I were to answer this question I would talk about how how I was a head start teacher and how I wanted to continue and better myself as a teacher and be a lifelong learner so I continued my studies and I got my master's and all that stuff so definitely take some time to think about use this as kind of an icebreaker and this is kind of your permission to throw out um, your credentials and things that make you qualified to be a teacher Next question that often gets asked is how do you effectively communicate with families? Whether you did it in student teaching, whether you learned about it in college, whether you wanna use it your first year, I would talk about some ways you plan on if you haven't taught already to effectively communicate with families. In my classroom, we have the daily profit because I have a Harry Potter second grade classroom. So I send them a weekly daily profit that gives them the overview. But just coming up with and talking about how you value, um, you know, working as a team with the families and how you plan to do that. If you have experience or student teaching experience, communicating with families, definitely highlighting an opportunity with that as well is great for this question. The next question, and this one took me by surprise because I got asked this question during this school's interview, and it threw me off, but I'm so glad they asked it, which is, where do you see yourself in the next five years? So this question is often asked in interviews to gauge a candidate's long-term goals and aspirations. As a teacher, it's important to have a clear vision for your professional development and growth when I got this question I talked about how I was I leaned in what made me unique and I was a younger teacher looking for my lifelong um, district the one I wanted to raise my kids in and all that so lean into what makes you unique your passion for teaching and try to if you can tailor that to where the school fits in as well don't veer off the path where the school isn't included if at all possible but just that your commitment to being a lifelong learner and your commitment to the school or the district that you work for that hires you. So that's a great way to answer this question. The next question you might get is, if you have a student who's not following directions in class, what do you do? This question is designed to assess your classroom management skills that we talked about earlier. So this would be a great time to walk through your classroom management plan and tell them because, you know, use positive reinforcement, redirection, or individualized behavior plans. Talk about what those first, second, third, fourth, fifth steps are and be consistent because I might, like I said, throw two or three of these at you. And you want to make sure your answer is consistent because that's going to show you're consistent in the classroom. All right, the 10th and final question, a common question and how to answer for your interview is, can you give an example of a successful lesson you've taught? This is where you can refer back to your teaching portfolio if you brought one. If not, that's okay. Maybe you're referring back to those work samples if you brought any. Again, if you didn't, that's okay. But I would talk about how you did a pre-assessment and a post-assessment whether it was in a unit or talk about how your students were engaged, but lean in and deliver and talk about how you are unique and your unique teaching style. Your answers should demonstrate also your understanding of the importance of clear objectives, engaging activities or strategies you use, and effective assessments. Like I said, I assess three times, actually technically four or five, but three formative assessments throughout a lesson. And it's important to emphasize the positive outcomes. What did your kids say? Where were they at before? Where were they at after? This is a great opportunity to paint the before and after done for your interviewers and interview, yeah, interview committee. And to talk about different engagement strategies and things you do to just connect with your kids that make you unique. Give them a glimpse of what it's like being you and you're going to do amazing. If you haven't had a chance yet, definitely go grab that Ultimate Teacher Interview Guide to help you walk through step-by-step what you need to do to prepare for your upcoming interview. And then I also have something else for you. If you are still staying up at night wondering how in the world you're going to prepare for your interview while balancing being a mom, student teaching, and working full-time, maybe you are wanting to prepare for your interview but you just can't find the time to do it, Or maybe you secretly don't like talking about yourself, but you still want to show up in a confident way and stand out from the rest of the crowd during this upcoming interview. Don't worry, I got you covered because this weekend I'm going to walk you through step by step how to prepare for your entire interview, the entire interview process in a single weekend. No joke, we are going to walk you through in the teacher interview workshop everything you need to know about the interview process, including the following in this workshop I'm going to walk you through how to feel confident about your interview. We're going to talk about your mindset and we're going to come up with your it factor. Now this it factor is what you need to stand out from other candidates. No more walking into your interview feeling nervous, not sure about the other people that you're going up against quote-unquote. We're going to pinpoint what makes you unique and you different from other teachers and I'm going to show you how to emphasize that in your interview. I'm also going to show you how to confidently be prepared for your interview by conducting research on your district and by creating your interview assets. We're going to be talking about creating your resume, your cover letter, and all the things that should include. And we're going to be talking about how to have it all laid out the night before or even a couple days before so you don't have to worry about it and you don't have to push everything in last minute. We're also going to talk about how to flawlessly answer your interview questions like a pro with my secret strategy and using your it factor. And then the final aspect, we're going to talk about how to reflect on this whole process. That way, next time you do an interview, you will have perfected the process and made this whole thing your own. Now, one of the reasons I'm super excited to invite you to this workshop is because for this week and this week only, the workshop is $10 off. No, I'm not kidding. It is $10 off. So if you are still looking for jobs and you wanna help preparing for your upcoming interview, come join me this weekend. It'll be on Saturday, April 29th, Uh, at 5 p.m mountain time my time but if you can't catch the live don't worry you will have lifetime lifetime access to the replay and in the future if I plan on doing this workshop next year you will also get access to any updates. Now if you are watching or listening to this podcast you know, way past this weekend or the April 29th, you are more than welcome to come join us inside the workshop. The only problem is you will not get the $10 up, but that's okay. You still get access to the lifetime access and the replays and any updates as well. But anyways, I am so excited for your upcoming interview. Please let me know. Send me a DM. Let me know how it goes. I would love to celebrate with you, celebrate your success, your wins, what went well for you, and I'm here for you, Teacher Bestie. But anyways, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I will be talking to you soon, and I look forward to seeing you this weekend. That's all for now. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope that you were able to take away some value that will help you thrive inside and out of the classroom. It would mean the world to me if you could take five seconds right now and leave a review on this podcast. And if you found this podcast especially helpful, make sure to take a screenshot of this episode right now and tag me on your socials to let me know you're listening. As always, remember that we are stronger together with all the love in the world, Helena, aka the presence. See you next time, teacher bestie.